call is now being recorded. Yo, what is up, Ben? How are we doing, guys? David, how are you? I'm doing great. Yeah, man. Um, I am quite um, quite uh, hungover and uh, a little sore today, but, uh, you know, on the call to, uh, to to run the podcast back for the league. Uh, what, are, what are we going to be chatting about uh, today? Well, as I sit in my living room watching the Texans run up the score on the Arizona Cardinals in a meaningless preseason game, I think we can talk about what's been going on with life. We can recap the draft weekend. There are a few transactions to talk about, some notable ones. Uh, we got the season ahead. We'll preview that for you guys. And then just a few reminders and some wrap-up, and then we move on and get ready for the start of football season. Well, I like that. So uh, why don't we uh, kick it off? it off with Country Fest. You were sore yep. yesterday. You were sore today. Um, yeah. Country Fest was I'm an I'm experience. It. Yeah, it was an experience. It was pretty much like a big, dumb American tailgate. Like, everyone there just, like, fit. It's like, it's like Halloween. It's like, a, it's like Halloween where everyone just dresses, like, as country and, like, acts as dumb as possible. So, it was pretty fun. We took a bus from Boston to Gillette. Um, some notable appearances. We saw um, Joe Ha Anderson, uh, Haley, oh. Braceless, Braceless Haley. Um, but um, there's someone notable that we didn't see, uh, little Nikki Tubes. He uh, he didn't show up. He didn't want to come say hi. And did you see Robbie or did you not see Robbie? Did not see Robbie either. He was, I don't know where he was hiding, but you know. He was probably actually enjoying the concert, so maybe that's why. Now, just, just so we can make it clear for everybody, you do not like country music. I that's uh, that's one way to say. It. I was just saying not 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 much of a fan. Um, so I actually didn't even go to the tailgate or go to the concert with like having tickets. I was just kind of kind of go to the bars with Paul's little brother Joey. Um, but ended up getting really fucked up, obviously, and. Um, some guy gave us tickets at the bar, and uh, we went in and just kind of sat sat for a few seats. Honestly, don't even think I listened to like any of the music. I was just so drunk. Same thing with Paul. Paul said he probably didn't listen to anything. So wait, you didn't even so, get tickets. You just got the bus ticket and went there, and we're just gonna drink and go to the bars. Yep, and that's what we did. And then someone just like gave us tickets at the bar. We actually got like Joey and I got literally got cut off at a bar from drinking water. Like, they wouldn't serve us any more water. So, um, <laughs> so yeah, we, we were pretty drunk, but I ended up smashing a plate in the middle of Gillette. Um, so, that was fun. Yeah. So, it was, um, it was a pretty solid day. What about you? How was, uh, how was your day? You want to give a recap of uh, your Saturday? Oh, man, my Saturday. Yeah, so I woke up at... A little bit earlier than I usually wake up for a weekday, so I woke up at about 7.15. Uh, I got everything ready in my room, 
picked up with a little bit of packing from the night before. And then I got a haircut, big haircut, Ooh. needed the haircut. Mm-hmm. And then I went from the haircut right to the office. So, you know, that fresh, freshly cut hair dripping down my neck, slowly starting to have sweat accumulate. The good news was I tried to take the tea, and there were just no teas available. And the prediction website said no predictions available. And <laughs> everything else just gave no indication of any tea ever coming. So I walked there, then called an Uber, got some guy who didn't know how to drive, drove by me twice, kept looping around Porter Square until I eventually called him and told him to stop, and I'm just going to come to him, which is the service you want in an Uber driver. Mm-hmm. Got to the I, office. Probably, Go ahead. You probably still gave him a five-star rating, right? Uh, I gave him a four-star rating, actually, because then he wow. started talking to me about how he used to be a cab driver, and so that's pretty good. I don't know. I don't really know. I was just angry, so I gave him four stars. Yeah, he doesn't deserve. He but, didn't deserve five stars. No, definitely not. But then I went to the office. By this time, it was like ten thirty. Beautiful day outside. Saw so many people having fun. But I was uh, I was having fun in my own regard, and yeah, worked till probably five ish, five thirty. Maybe it was a little later than that. I, you know, you lose track of time with just crunching numbers so much. Yeah. Time, so yeah. Well, you uh, were yeah, drinking we were... all day. Drink it all day and become rich, whatever. So, <laughs> so yeah, um, great day. Came home, ordered some Chinese food, OTC, from the company, and then packed for like the next five hours. Took the worst approach to packing you could possibly take. I'm pretty sure they tell you to be as organized as possible in packing up because it makes unpacking significantly easier. I mm-hmm. took all the clothes out of my uh, dressers. I took all the things out of my closet that resembled clothing and threw it on the middle of the floor, thought it was organized, and then looked and saw that I was trapped in the corner of the room with just clothes piled everywhere. So Ooh. I just took, took uh, the nearest suitcase, started loading things in. When that one was full, took another one and loaded it in. And now I'm packed, but I don't really know where anything is. So next week will be fun. It was a good Saturday. I had a good time. That's good. I went to the liquor store to try to get some boxes today, and apparently everyone else is doing the same thing. So no boxes at the liquor store. Um, no, no but. boxes. You wanted to just use trash bags, and actually, a buddy of mine, you you may know him, his name's Ben Kassif. He moved last year, and him and all of his roommates moved from one place to another place, and they all put all of their shoes in trash bags and brought them to the house a day earlier, and the tenant who moved out thought it was her trash and threw out all four people's shoes, like every shoe they had to their name, threw them all out into the dumpster, and they lost a couple thousand dollars worth of shoes. So, Jesus. be careful with the trash bags. Some homeless man probably is just, like, living large right now. He's, like, probably selling shoes out of his, like, little dumpster dumpster cardboard house. It sucks be so fair. much, and I, I, like, want to laugh so hard, but, like, that could happen to me, so I kept to temper my laughter a little bit. But, like, having all of your shoes just get thrown in the trash is just such a tough way to move into your yeah. place. You would think, uh, I mean, yeah. But you got to I, I blame them for that. You can't really, you can't put shoes in the trash bag. You got to label the trash bag. Label it. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. That's, that's, uh, that's not great. But, yeah, so, uh, this weekend, another big, was a big winner, uh, won about $640. Actually, yeah, 640 bucks. Uh, Aiden and I won some money. Uh, so it was a pretty, pretty great weekend. Got pretty drunk. Win some money. So uh talk about that yeah. talk about that parlay because it was uh it was something. I haven't seen anything like that in quite some time. Yeah. 
So for those unfamiliar at home, I'm a big uh, soccer guy. Uh, so it was an 18 parlay, um, and all of them hit uh, with the concluding game, uh, a winner in the 92nd minute to uh, win us all this money. So uh, it, was a, it was a huge day for me. It's a big plus day. I got to go into the concert for free, won all this money. So it's been pretty good. And I think, you know, I think we've convinced uh, Lowry to uh, to uh, just become a, a shark now. He, he just loves betting. Uh, hey, Lowry, everybody else just wants some money. What are you doing? Uh, hey, Lowry, don't you work in insurance? Uh, shouldn't you know the risk involved with betting? Uh, that's good. Because you know he's a big hit in the game. You, you know he doesn't know how to put any of that together. Football season will be fun. I've heard if you bet on the Eagles every week, you're going to make, like, I don't think you can lose money. I think it's a mm-hmm. no-lose situation. Yeah, I think the Eagles are usually, like, a good team to bet on because you always just take them to, like, lose by more than they sh- they expect the line is, and you're going to win every time. So, like, by betting on them to lose, you're going to win. And the thing is, like, I feel like you should be able to bet. Like, Lowry would probably start, like, betting on his own, like, his own fantasy team if he could, just, like, it would bet, like, that he's going to lose because he's, I think he's slated to, uh, to come in maybe last place this year. So probably him or Paul. Well, well, we'll get into that a little deeper later in our season preview, mm-hmm. but I don't think Larry's going to be happy to hear that. Sorry, Jared. No. So I feel like we need to ch- – I mean, the big thing about today, we got to chat about the past, like, draft weekend, especially for the people that either weren't there physically or weren't there, uh, uh, like – or just weren't there the whole weekend like meatball. Um, just kind of like out to lunch somewhere. But um, uh, Friday, Friday when we, everyone got in, we went we went and played golf at probably the shittiest course I've ever played in my life. Um, it was Mitch, Paul, myself, and Lowry. And it was literally in – you had to go inside a, like, cul-de-sac. And then the, the uh, clubhouse was a mobile home. Um, and it looked like – there was, like, a fire. There might have been, like, a fire in someone's backyard. And, you know, some, like, random trees just, like, got burnt down and some stayed up, and they just kind of decided to, like, put a golf course there. They just, like, took flags, put them somewhere, and called it a golf course. Um, never played in anywhere crappier before. But with that said, it was fun. It was so – we had so many brews. Um, Lowry and I played against Mitch and, uh, Mitch and Paul, and uh, we ended up losing to them. But um, – and our punishment was shotgun two beers. Um, and we uh, didn't actually shotgun the beers. So we kind of, it's kind of a win-win for us. Wow. Well, you kind of rigged the system there, I guess. Yeah. So that's, that was golf. Before you did that, I was running around the house trying to figure out the Internet so I could figure out how to work. Turned out that I finally connected to the Internet, and my senior didn't really have anything for me to do. So instead of working, I worked for like half an hour, and then we went out and played some poker. I think it was Ooh. me, Jimmy, myself, Robbie, uh, Aiden, I think. Yeah, I think Aiden played as well. You sure uh, Aiden was No, Aiden was <laughs> – no, Aiden actually was awake for this. We had a few I think Aiden – he slept the whole weekend, didn't he? Well, he's one of the people you're talking about who – might have missed this weekend. Yeah. He was there, but, like, was he really there? 
hard to say. It's really hard to say. You know who was there for poker, though? Robbie got his big victory, uh, which was always good to see. You really you root for someone like that to win in poker. Uh, his strategy was a really good one. It was don't bluff under any circumstance. So when he went in, he had something great every time, and people would just call him expecting a bluff. And, no, he always had something incredible. I think I lost most of my money to him when he had four sixes. So that wasn't a bluff. <laughs> and... And he took, he took his last He kept trying to walk away from the game. Like, he's like, all right, I'm going to cash out. And we're like, no, we're not playing a cash game. The game ends yeah. when we agree it ends. But he did still walk away a winner. And I forget pretty much everything else that happened because Nepal probably just was passing around his recreational method of choice. So that kind mm-hmm. of screwed with a lot of things. It made working pretty difficult after that. <laughs> but, you know, we got it kicked off. I, th- I think we started off on a good note, a little bit of fun as people slowly trickled in. Zucker and mm-hmm. Nick showed up, and I don't really remember. Hey, really J- Jimmy, Jimmy didn't come at, at midnight this time, which is nice. He had a day off, took one for the team. Um, yeah, that was big. So, yeah. Now, unfortunately, we were hoping that he would get there early so we could do some kind of slam poetry thing punishment finally. But that's mm-hmm. that's uh we're gonna defer that to the winter meetings this year. Yeah, and I think I think that's a good thing to talk about is we need to figure out our punishment for uh, next year. But uh, yeah, I, I think I'm thinking a weekend up in Montreal or someplace that we're centering around the slam poetry that has to be done for winter meetings this year. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we de- we definitely don't want the precedent set that. You might get a punishment and just not have to do it. So we yeah. might just have to make the winter meetings all about Jimmy's punishment. I think so. A little bit late, but better late than never, I guess. Um, so I, uh, I think the calendar actually went over pretty well. Um, Pete was a great sport. Um, I'm actually editing everything now. We should have the calendars ordered by this evening. I'm actually going to do that. So um say that now so I can... I have to do it. Since you guys are going to be listening to this Monday morning, I commute in, um, kind of hold, hold myself accountable to uh, to do it. So I feel like we should do some re-rank, some re-ranking of uh, our power rankings from the last pod. Sure, and I just want to say that Pete might have been a good sport, but even if he wasn't a good sport, he didn't have a choice. So yeah, exactly. For not making it harder. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, we could, we, could have, we definitely, we definitely could have been meaner, meaner than we were, but um, but it was a good. We nailed. Sport. We had Aiden at the bottom, which was accurate. I think Aiden's turned out pretty decent, but he, I, we were spot on. The effort just uh, kind of fell through. Yeah, I don't, I don't even think he knew that draft weekend was happening until like he showed up. Like, didn't bring that beer. Didn't bring his props. I think he just kind of showed up and was like, oh wait, I'm drafting this weekend. And then, like, kind of throw it together. Yeah. So, but, I wish we had yeah. Robbie here to do a nice, uh, Aiden, nice Aiden voice right now. But <laughs> yeah, but no, Aiden. To be fair, his photo was probably one of the, the better ones, but the execution on it was just very poor, and the planning was poor. Um, if I have to go, my top, if I, if I have to go top three, I go with um, with Zucker number one. Um, his uh, go to Mayo. It was Cinco de Mayo with uh, some tacos just scattered all around. Um, Robbie's was hilarious. Um, also, it was just hilarious how many times he tried to get it on Snapchat or 
uh, on his phone, and he was like, no, come on, you can't do that. He's like, come on, just for me. It's like, Robbie, don't worry. You can, um, once you get the calendar, you can, you can blow it, blow it up bigger if you want. And then, uh, he's number two. Yeah, still not on the And number three, you gotta go with, gotta go with Ryan. A lot of effort went into the gobble, gobble, bitch. And, uh, it's turned out pretty well. Yeah, I think Ryan's backdrop is gonna make for, like, underratedly a great calendar photo. I think it's going to look beautiful on a calendar just with the mm-hmm. gobble-gobble background, all the fingerprints. Looks like you brought it to, like, an elementary school and had all the kids participate. I, I like that one. <laughs> it's, uh, it's tough for me to power rank them because I don't know if you remember when I was kind of busy just, like, being ASC to get to dinner while all the pictures were being taken, <laughs> which is on me. I was, I was getting grumpy. I was hungry, uh, <laughs> which was only – Made a million times worse by the fact that Robbie drove us to New Hampshire and sent us to the restaurant. <laughs> but, be more Robbie. That's, be that's more Robbie. You can't. Yeah, be more Robbie. You can't <laughs> no, at that point. No, type in Michaels to the GPS and then just like not follow up with it and just click go. Just take you wherever your phone takes you. That it's was like fun. I that was. We had a good laugh at that. Yeah, you had a. I'd say like thirty-three percent of the blame on Robbie. Thirty-three percent of the blame on you guys for not figuring it out, especially. I, I mean, Robbie said it was his favorite restaurant, and he just, like, didn't recognize that it was going, like, the wrong way. That's spoiler. I think that's, you, I'll blame the last third on uh, on just being a little a little hangry, a little hangry. And, uh, you know, you're not thinking clear. <laughs> yeah. So I don't really have a good reevaluation of the power rankings. I just know that a lot of the pictures I did, I was pretty impressed with everybody. Uh, mm-hmm. I think we all did a pretty good job. We all spent a little bit of money on it, which was nice. It's nice to see that mm-hmm. the league is willing to show up some bucks for a good laugh. Yeah, round of applause for uh, for doing that, for uh, everyone that put in the effort. Um, yeah, good, good work, guys. Really good work. Um, now, the most important and kind of the reason for the weekend, uh, the draft, draft analysis. Um, ben, give me, give me your just kind of like, First take on on the season. Who do you who do you like? Whose draft did you not like? Who uh, who do you think made made some improvements from the year before? And who just like was normal normally just suck like they've always done in the past. <laughs> well, Pete made the right move. I think a lot of people were curious as to whether he would take Antonio Brown first or not, but I think that was the right decision. So I'm just looking at these first few rounds right here, and what immediately jumps out to me is that, well, nothing immediately jumps out to me, clearly. But I, I'm pretty pleased. I'm not going to talk about myself very much, but I'm pretty ple- I just want to say I'm pretty pleased with how my team turned out. I got a bunch of receivers that I'm happy with, and mm-hmm. I think that looks good. Ryan is saved by Odell Beckham once again because the Gronk pick could work out great. Like, don't get me wrong. That could wind up being a great pick if he's healthy all 15, 16 games of the season that Ryan's in, then Gronk could be one of the most valuable people out there. Who he passed on, Lamar Miller. Lamar Miller looked good with the Texans. Uh, A.J. Green, I could see passing on. You know, he could be hit or miss. Jamal Charles, I could see passing on. He could be hit or miss. Dez actually looks a little better for passing on. So it really wasn't a bad pick at all. It's just you're jumping out tight end right away. So what does that leave you with? It leaves you with Forte in the second round is your primary running back, really. It leaves you with Aaron Rodgers in the third round, which, again, he could have the best quarterback and the best tight end in the game, 
with possibly the best wide receiver in the game. So Ryan could wind up yeah. three of the most productive players in fantasy football. I just don't know if he surrounded himself with enough depth and talent or if he could survive an injury to either of those three. He's probably toast. So that stood mm-hmm. out to me. And then also what stood out was Paul's just not willing to take running backs at all. I know this is a big wide receiver here, but then just not taking a running back was yeah. such an interesting strategy. And Aaron or, um Going with Andrew Luck in the third round, where I think he probably could have got him in the seventh or eighth. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And the Colts looked pretty bad. In fact, I don't know how much anybody watched of week three of the preseason, a.k.a. the dress rehearsal, a.k.a. not anymore. People only play about a quarter or a half. But Luck looked pretty bad out there, and it wasn't all his fault. The offensive line looked terrible. The protection was not there. The wide receivers were running all over the place. But that – I'd be a little nervous if I was him because the Jaguars have a great defense, the Texans have a good defense, the Titans are the Titans, but they're going to have their hands full with defenses this season. If they can't stop people and get up time, then it's not going to matter mm-hmm. how good he is because, yeah, it's not going to matter. But Todd Gurley was the only running back on his roster, and that was somebody that he kept. So he legitimately did not draft a running back until, what was it, round eight or nine or something? I don't know. Mm-hmm. It wasn't good. Yeah, that's a tough What about you? What about me? Um, you know, this was the first year that I actually was kind of happy about my draft. Um, I'm not going to say I'm like over, overly happy, but I'm pretty, I'm uh, pretty excited about this year. Like I, I'm probably still going to end up like squeaking in the playoffs in that last spot and then scoring 40 points in the first round and losing. But, um, I think I've built up, uh, a good team for the future and that's kind of what I'm looking for is I got a, a lot of young guys again. Um, so I'm happy about that. My, uh, but, uh, you, you look at, you look at Pete, he took, uh, took, uh, Tom Brady again in the fifth round, which is, uh, probably pretty late for him. Surprisingly, he fell that late for Pete. Um, but, you know, I, uh, I think overall, if, I mean, I, I don't want to do projections of who I think is going to win now, but, uh, we can discuss that a little bit later. But I think, uh, yeah, overall, great draft. I thought it went pretty smooth. Um, I kind of like the way that we had it set up this year. And I think it was pretty uh, pretty easy for us and pretty easy for everyone in the league to like, get everything done. We kind of flew through the draft as well. It was pretty quick, probably record time. We did. I think the setup was great. Like I said, I was confident in my Excel spreadsheet going into it. There was a little bit of a snafu with the kickers and the defenses not falling through with the right formulas, but I've learned from my mistakes. I've corrected it. And, yeah, it made it, made it really easy. And getting AJ in there was perfect. AJ was a great addition, hanging out, just starting random conversations with people on the side. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were a few times, AJ, I hate to break it to you, that you were just talking and nobody was listening, but we were letting you go on anyway. So that was great. And I really hey, hope that doesn't happen again, just because I hope that everybody can make the draft. But it was good that, A, you were available, and, B, the connection was perfect, even though Paul totally shot the ball at first and didn't call you until it was your pick. But mm-hmm. it worked out. I think it worked out. Yeah. Well, so overrated, over, or I guess one thing that wasn't talked about was Paul sleeping in, obviously, and him running downstairs and just screaming, Eddie Lacy as his pick. Eddie Lacy. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's just so funny. Uh, it was bad. Think- oh, we were actually going to wait until. It was your pick, and then wake you up, because just sleeping through the draft is unacceptable, so we were going to punish you like that, but 
we're better friends than that. We just wanted to prank you and make you feel like an asshole and an idiot, which we did. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I'm happy. Yeah, good job. We, uh, we, we did our jobs. So that was um, the draft. I mean, there were definitely a few other notable picks here and there, but it's so hard to say who's going to pan out in the preseason that I don't, I'm not totally comfortable shitting on someone for a pick when I don't know, like maybe, maybe Ken John Barner, who wasn't even on the list of running backs for us, is going to work out really well for Ryan. Who, yeah. who am I to say? Yeah, we can't. You look know, at, we, look we'll at how the Chiefs situation worked last year. The Chiefs wound up with like five different running backs who were all good, who not only weren't drafted, like people probably didn't even realize played football going into last season. So. Yeah, we'll fucking pokey. Yeah. yeah, we'll we'll have to wait till after week one to get a good idea where teams stand. I think, you know, after especially after the first couple weeks, you can kind of start see where the league's shaping up, like if it's going to either be Lowry or Pete that's going to come, or probably Paul who are going to come in last place, so um, we, we've got some time to figure is, it out. We'll, there is one thing that we do know right off the bat, and that is that Tony Romo is still made of glass, and that that was a bad pick by Mitch. So Mitch already dropped Tony Romo and replaced mm-hmm. him, but that was just I've been talking with people who are like, yeah, if Romo can stay healthy, this might actually be the Cowboys' year. And then he couldn't even get through the preseason before he literally broke his back. Yeah, um, how do you break your back? Um, is he going to be – like, do, do we have a do we have a, uh, a timetable for his return yet? Halfway through the season is what they're saying. So if he will – Oh, wow. If you want to pick him up now and stash him, if you're not confident in your quarterback situation – he might be prime come fantasy playoff time if he's healthy and like fully recovered at least. He'll be he'll definitely be playing week fourteen or once it's setback. So not a bad idea to stash him if you don't like what you have. I'm not going to because Tony Romo's not gonna be healthy and I know that for a fact, but you could. Yeah. Hey, I that's not too bad. It's a good uh it's a good good chat. But uh so we have some other transactions that have that have happened, right? So far? Oh, yeah, so my favorite transaction was the very first one of the week, which involved <laughs> Mitch dropping David Johnson from the Pittsburgh Steelers for David Johnson on the Arizona Cardinals. I'll take the PL on that one. That was me. I just saw David Johnson and added him to a roster. If you want the other David Johnson back, you can have him, Mitch, because he, David Johnson on the Cardinals would be a great creation pickup. To be honest, I think um, we should you should have just kept it the way it was because he, he uh, didn't keep um, – I keep forgetting the fucking Ravens guy's name that he sh- that we we should have forced him to keep. So I almost think of some sort of karma uh, that originally he didn't get David Johnson and maybe uh down the down the like, line. All right, we'll give you David Johnson, but we're not going to give you the Cardinals David Johnson. We're going to give you the tight ends you take it over for Heath Miller. Yeah, exactly. And you have to play him every week, even if he's on a box. That's what we should have forced him to do. That should have been his punishment for. Just essentially throwing the season last year for and getting no value out of it. Yeah, and I uh, do want to point out one thing. I posted the draft results for Meatball's account on, in Facebook on the group uh, because a couple people used the actual keeper function in the league. It kind of threw things off a little bit. So don't look at the ESPN draft results and expect that that's where all the league draft order, like how that all worked out, whatever, because it's not entirely accurate. 
So that's just that mm-hmm. stuff. If you want to see where people are drafted throughout the season, go find that post, and yeah. that'll be the official results. Yeah, Facebook is the official record keeper of our of our of our league for sure. ESPN is just a platform, isn't it? <laughs> sure is. So yeah. other other free agent action. So Mitch actually spent two dollars. He spent the first money of the season on that. Yeah, he popped. He popped. Yeah, popped the league's cherry, the this year's cherry of uh, spending money. Do you think? Do you think Paul's going to even end up spending any money this year, or do you think he's just going to, you know, try to I get as much as he can? Not only is he not going to spend anything. Not only is he not going to spend anything. He's going to trade for more free agency options just for the banter and finish the season mm-hmm. with approximately 150 to 200 dollars in free agency options. Yeah, and it's like, isn't the free agency money, like, good for, like, nothing, right? If you don't use it, you just, like, uh, it's, like, a cool thing to, like, talk about, I guess. So. Yeah, no, it's something to brag about to your friends, definitely. It's like, dude, I finished the season with 108 waiver wire dollars. Yeah. He would be pretty popular. I would, I would respect someone who had that much money. Yeah, it's like telling people that the last bet you won was the Patriots Super Bowl and just, like, telling people that. Um I think and then it's almost like it's not only just telling that, but then just like being so cool that even if you won another bet, you just wouldn't even care. Which is yeah, the, you won't even tell people. Like the, it's the pinnacle of being like the man is if you win money and you just don't care about it at all. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty sick. You should actually um, do that. So my, I've got I still got Carlos Williams on my team who, as of now, hasn't been picked up by anyone. Um, so, uh, he's picked up by you. What'd you say? Picked up by me? Yeah, I'm saying that's all he needs. He doesn't need an actual NFL team. He just needs a spot on the, the Paul Markham Ghost Riders roster. Yeah. Maybe I'll just keep him on my bench for the whole year and maybe hope he gets picked up next season. Not so. a bad idea. Yeah. Not too Anything bad. Anything else? Um, see. Jimmy got, uh, Jimmy got James White from the mm-hmm. past because the news broke that Deion Lewis is going to miss some time. Yep. And Paul Paul dropped Kenyon Drake for Shane Vernon, which is probably a good move. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tucker got rid of Charles Clay. Nothing else too interesting yet. Not a lot has happened. There haven't, fortunately, there haven't really been, I guess, besides Romo and Deion Lewis, there haven't really been any serious injuries. So far in the yeah. season, and that's like the worst thing that could possibly do. I'm sure next week, next week will be a disaster, but this is usually the week you worry about because this is the week where people are going to play the most. So I think hopefully knock up whatever I have here. Like we're going to all go into the season with healthy rosters, so no excuses there. Hey, yeah, you like when that happens because then you don't have anyone who just starts throwing the league from like week one and just not putting players in, like playing players that are that are injured. So. Well, that's why we also have, as part of the punishment for the regular punishment, every weekly loser has to pay the weekly winner five dollars, and we'll we'll hammer out the logistics on that later. Yeah, we're gonna have to institute some penalties if you don't pay the weekly winner within a reasonable amount of time, because that would be yeah. broaching league protocol, and that's quite acceptable. As the commissioners, we will strike you down with the full force of the law. So yeah, we should. We'll yeah, we'll. That we'll out, just, yeah, we'll figure that out. And then, uh, let this be your weekly reminder to, uh, pay for the fantasy season. So, um, you know, we'll take a moment of silence. Uh, once you wait, you can go to your Venmo app right now and, uh, send me 200 bucks. So we'll, uh, I'll know when I get a notification from Venmo. Say that again? 
What's your username? username? Uh, just David Gaglio. I'm apparently the only one, so um, nice and simple. But uh, yeah, so when I uh, when I see some notifications, we'll know that you one listen to this, and two uh, are a pretty good guy. And uh, don't wait till uh, the uh, the playoffs to pay me. Like um. And I post I posted this on Facebook, but uh, just a reminder that the way it works is you don't have to pay right away, obviously. Like, pay what you can afford. But Mm -hmm. Columbus Day is usually our hard deadline, and until you pay in full, whatever percentage you've paid is the percentage of weekly winner that you're eligible for. So don't fuck yourself over with a great week because you didn't pay and only get, like, $10 instead of 30 Yeah, because you don't want to do that. You don't want to do that for, you know, your own pride, and uh, you don't want to do that for the good of the league. And that's what uh, that what that's what this whole league is about: friendship, about. fun, and uh, integrity. Money and money, love money. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. So um, anything why else? Why don't we? I don't. You go ahead. I, I we got, uh, also look. You you guys should see a. I'll, I'll probably just end up sending you everyone a request for the uh, the calendar. Um, so take a look out for that. Um, if anyone hasn't paid Paul either, uh, again, go to the Facebook group. There's a, I know he was, uh, he said a lot of people haven't sent him the money for breakfast and the grill supplies and, um, for, uh, if you were at our table for, uh, for dinner. So, you know, yeah, get on that as well. Or something like that. Just, just mm-hmm. pay the man. Pay the man his money. Yeah. And we, uh, and, uh, yeah. one other thing is, uh, we uh we still need to figure out our punishment, um, so I think we need to get that locked away by uh at the latest Columbus Day weekend. If not, uh, I think we just go with Ben's um, Ben's idea of a basketball girls basketball game. So be funny, um, it's a little sexist, which is great. Um, you know, need it. Uh, and it's uh, it's it'll be for the banter, especially if it's someone who's a who's a decent writer or someone who's just like outrageous. So. Uh, that's that about that's the only thing that I, mean, I think we need to remind anyone about. Anything else that you can think of? Uh, not really. Make sure you set your fantasy teams. Make sure you're paying attention. Make sure you're you know soaking all in, soaking in all the football that there is to soak in. Because we just want a nice competitive league. You know, I don't want to hear that you didn't realize JJ Watt switched tight end and you got fucked <laughs> over by whoever you had on the tight end on the Texans. Like, just pay attention. See in the know. Uh, oh, also what I texted after after we all left the house about the injury report update, that's going to throw a lot of people off this year, myself included. It's big news mm-hmm. for fantasy. Did you see that? Did you look into that at all? Yeah, so what is it? They've dropped probable as a uh, – so you're either going to be questionable or you're playing. Is that right? Pretty much. I think they do still have doubtful. So the situation was – Probable was supposed to mean, like, 90% chance of playing. But mm-hmm. what would happen was anytime someone was probable and they didn't wind up playing, the league would do, like, a whole investigation to see if they were, like, screwing around with the injury report. And so um, teams were like, well, fuck that, because, like, 90% doesn't mean 100%. Like, that's the whole point. So they got rid of it, and now questionable means 50 to 99%. Yeah. So that's, that sucks. Like, that's, that's really tough to go by. That means you're going to have to pay a lot of attention to – yeah. Those early inactives, like 11 a.m. or 1 a.m. or 1 p.m. or something like that. Yeah, yeah that's I think doubtful between plus and 50. 
Yeah, see, that's going to be tough, especially if it's a guy that's, you know, he, really he thought, you know, there's, like, there's quite, like, questionable, like, that's starting in a later game, and you're not sure if you're going to play him or not. So that's going to be, um, it's going to add a new element to, to fantasy. You know, they're always keeping us on, on our toes. So that's a reminder for you. Remember that uh, it's going to be a lot harder this year. you got to really be on your game, be prepared with those late kickoffs, Know the injury report, know your players, know your team. You should know your team better than you know your family's birthdays. There's no excuse not to know everybody on your team, their facts, their life patterns, everything. I don't have yeah. anything else to say. That's all I have to say. <laughs> yeah, I like that. You got to, I mean, you got to, knowing your players is probably one of the most important pieces of fantasy because they essentially become like, you know, your bread and butter for the whole the whole week, especially if you win a weekly winner or if you end up taking home the big prize this year. So, um, you know, the better you know your players, the better they're going to perform for you. So who is going to take home the big prize this year? What are you thinking? Hmm. You know, I – so I'll go – I guess I'll have a projected winner, second place, and last place. Um, you know, I – as much as it pains me to say it, I think Aiden – who's got a hell of a team this year. But those with Brandon Marshall and Jordy as his uh, his keepers, there's just two of the top ten two of the top twenty players they kept that late is uh it's pretty good for him. And I would say so if I had to pick someone, I'm picking Aiden as as my winner this year. He's got probably pretty the shortest odds in the league. Um second place, you know, I like I like Tyler's team again. I think he's due for a championship run. Um, he's been on the fringe lately, and I think he's he's got a good chance at it. And then last place, I think it's a league agreement that Paul's probably coming in last this year. Um, just really doesn't have a have, have that team. Oh man, poor Paul. That's yeah. that's tough. Um, so I want to predict that we're going to see something new and different and exciting this year. But it's just really hard for me to predict that because similar teams are always, you know, at the top there. I'm looking at Meatball's team, and he's got a really good team again this year. I agree with what you're saying about Aiden's team. Uh, I was having trouble finding Jared Ducker's team until I realized his team name was just Jared Ducker, which is great. <laughs> I love that. Uh, the one uh, thing I'll definitely agree with you on, I think that Paul will be the last place finisher. Mm-hmm. Like, I think he's definitely the last place finisher. Which is why we should... Say, yeah, we got to figure it out now. Before Paul realizes that he's going to lose, we need to make sure we got a good punisher. Yeah, I mean, especially with Paul. Like, everyone wants to see him, like, just absolutely get smashed. So we need to figure out something that'll be funny. Um, which um, So my actual predictions, I'm going to go... I, I really do like my team. I think I have a top two to three team, but and it's, I've been in three straight championships. Uh, the odds are just stacked against me. Plus, maybe I'm being out. I I think I take a back seat and finish in third place and still make some league money, but I don't you're think gonna make, I'm going to stop to You'll make some noise, though. Oh, I'll definitely be making noise, but mm-hmm. will it mean anything? Probably probably not in the end. I do like Aiden's team a lot. The wide receivers are dangerous to start out with. And the, the other one's tough. It's like, I like Jimmy's team, but I don't love Jimmy's team. Philip Rivers is mm-hmm. good, not great. His running backs aren't great. He's like 
Jimmy's always puts together a quiet team that stays competitive the whole time, and then in the playoffs he just picks up people that will win for him. So mm-hmm. I'm going to throw something out there totally different. And I'm going to say that Robbie makes the championship this year because I think uh-huh. the players on the team might just pan, might just pan out. But then I'm going to say that Aiden smokes him by about 60 in the championship. I mean, if you're looking mm-hmm. at his team, Russell Wilson's a top quarterback in the league, definitely. Uh, Zeke has looked fantastic so far to start off the preseason. He looks like very good running the ball. Yeah, uh, but behind that, that line. For another guy. What's up? No, keep going, keep going. Just adding some right, commentary. So, <laughs> Eric Stecker's a solid number two wide receiver. Cooks can be great. If Breeze has, like, a nice bounce back here, there's no reason Brandon Cooks can't be a legitimate wide receiver one. Golden Tate doesn't have Calvin Johnson's shadow anymore, so he could be good. Mm-hmm. Marcellus Bennett could wind up being a really solid guy. He's got a very, very high ceiling this year. It could work out really well. Plus, he just went crazy with the Patriots like I could have expected him to do. And he took Malcolm Mitchell, who's shown signs that he could be good. Chris Hogan has mm-hmm. a shot. Because, you know, Edelman's injury-prone, Gronk's injury-prone. Like, he has these other guys in the past who can actually, like we said, make some noise mm-hmm. when the time comes. So I like his feeling. Will it actually happen? Almost certainly not. But I'm going to say Robbie makes the championship here and we rejoices. Roots for him against Aiden and then gets their dream shattered when Aiden went by, like, 60. Mm, bold statement. And I also there might be some roommate bias there, but uh, yeah, that's that's pretty good. But I, you know, I I think the other thing we're we're missing out on is the correlation between how single you are and how good you are at fantasy football, right? So oh, yeah, that's that, that is a great point. Yeah, so think about this. Like Aiden, I guess he was kind of like always sort of single, uh, you know, when he was like, I mean, dating Camilla because he like. I don't know, but you feel like he just didn't, they didn't hang out. I don't know. And, I mean, look at Paul. He was just absolutely, like, locked up in a relationship. He was so bad at fantasy football. Lowry, locked up, bad at fantasy football. Um, Meatball has potential there. Everybody's like, oh, see, Meatball is going to bump the trend. But then, did he do anything last year? I don't think he made a dime. So, no, he, that's no good. He was, yeah, he's the classic guy that, like, pretty, like, you know, coming into the qualifiers, or like a race, you know, they're projected to do really well and they just don't show up. That's kind of what it is, you know. He he, he doesn't do it when it counts. He's a great, he's a practice player. He's a, a big practice uh, he, player. And, he, and what a practice player he is. And then you've got yeah. your other guys. So you got Robbie who's in a relationship, and that hurt him clearly on the field. And then Zucker. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Zucker just isn't that good, I guess. But yeah. That's all right. So that means Nick mm-hmm. is kind of screwed this year too, huh? Oh, yeah. He's probably going to be coming. He could be coming in last place. So, Nick, what's it going to be? Are you going to try and win fantasy football this year and break up with your girlfriend, or are you going to just settle for, like, a, you know, relationship goals? Is she going to take a fantasy team for you, too, Nick? <laughs> yeah. He's going to be spending way too much time, like, hanging out with her not watching football. So, that's uh, it's just usually what happens, I guess. Um, so, we'll see, you know – it might uh, it might kind of hurt me a little bit this year, but I've always been kind of middle middle of the road guy. You're also so not really. Not... You're like 50-50. Yeah, I'm like fifty fifty, and that's usually what it is. Pretty average, um, <laughs> very average. Um, so, have you uh, have you looked at uh, any of the team names besides Zucker? There's some uh, 
some pretty interesting team names, I'd say. I, so I said this before, and every week we all look around and we're like, all right, what's Rowdy's team name going to be this week? Because it changes with the wind, and by the wind I mean the South Park episode, which will be starting <laughs> soon. And I was looking the other day, and his team name is now I Space Space I. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it's supposed to represent. I don't know what it means. I don't know what he was thinking. I don't know what it's from. I don't get it in the slightest, and that is why it's a great team name. It is such a good team name. <laughs> like, if you had to think, I, like, think of it almost like a, is it, like, I-I? Like, I-I captain, something like that? Or is it, like, two, does it mean two? Or is it, like, supposed to be, like, a picture? Or, like, two columns? Just, like, it, two like, columns? I was thinking it might be, like, like a fence, like, defense, but it isn't D-I-I. It's just I-I. I, I, uh, I really am at a total loss. I have absolutely no idea what it could mean or why or anything. I just don't get it mm-hmm. in the slightest. I think it's amazing. Yeah. I like the, um, I, you know, every year we have some people that don't change their names, myself and Paul, but, uh, you, and AJ as well. But, uh, what, what's going on with, uh, with, uh, Aiden's name? He is basically. So, you were thrown <laughs> out completely by that, weren't you? I was so thrown off. So get this. We were, I haven't updated the schedule yet, um, as of 7 p.m. Sunday night, but it's going to be updated when you guys log on tomorrow morning. And last year, I was playing Aiden first, but this year with the new, for uh, the new, um, schedule, I'm playing Paul first. But I haven't gone in there and updated it. I texted Ben. I was like, did you go in and update it? Because it looks like I'm playing Paul already. I haven't changed anything. You're like, no, I didn't change anything. And, what threw me off was that Aiden changed his name to Paul's name, and he even changed his picture to Paul's picture, because, like, he's basically, like, I don't know if you guys know this, but he's, every every week he's buying real estate in Paul's head, um, and currently, I think this week, he owns about 85% of Paul's head. It's crazy. It's, uh... We're going to be keeping track of it on a week-by-week basis. Uh, they both mm-hmm. do live in Southie as of late next week, so they'll have plenty of opportunities to stay in each other's head. And it's really not mm-hmm. each other's. It's decided. Aiden's in Paul's head. Yeah. And it's a great and rivalry. It's honestly one of the better rivalries that's formed later on in the season. You know, like, sometimes you get your classic rivalry, like Duke, North Carolina, Yankees, Red Sox. And then other times you just kind of get rivalries that build up for no other reason other than they're either really good or proximity or something. It's like the Broncos and Pats are kind of rivals, and why is it? It's because they're both good, and it's because I'm a Broncos fan and you guys are Pats fans. <laughs> and that's just how things go. So I like this new rivalry. It definitely was an unexpected one as of six months ago, but these are the things mm-hmm. that happen. Paul breaks up with his girlfriend and has instantly a new rival in the league. Yeah, he, yeah it's, it's pretty crazy that that's how it happens. And, like, I don't even think Aiden and Paul were friends before, like, six weeks ago. I think they just kind of, like, knew of each other. Um, and they're like, oh, shit, like, we, like, actually hate each other. So, um, like, we should be rivals. And it just kind of happened. Um, but they also they also hate each other so much that I think they kind of secretly love each other, too. Yeah. It's one of those things where, like, you know, back in, like, middle school when you, like, liked a girl um, or liked a guy. Sorry, Lowry. Um, you, um, uh, hey, Lowry. <laughs> you uh, would just make fun of them uh, a lot, and that's how you kind of got their attention. So I think that's what's, what's doing. Like, 
Aiden secretly was, like, like, loves Paul. Um, and he's just, like, making fun of him all the time to, uh, to, uh, kind of, you know, get him to fall in love with him. So, I mean, it might be working. So that is a great name change by Aiden, because that, anytime mm-hmm. you can throw off a commissioner with your name change, you've done a good job, so. Yeah. And, you know, you got, you got, you got your classic, um, you know, you play, uh, play on words with, like, team, with, uh, everyone's, like, players on their teams. Pete's got a good one. It hurts when it hurts. Um, Lowry obviously makes his sexual sweat drop down my Rawls. He's had, the, I think that's the only reason he kept Rawls this year was so he could probably make that team name. I wouldn't be surprised, honestly. <laughs> That sounds like Larry. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ryan, Ryan's a deeply religious guy, as we know, so he changed the forward as my shepherd after uh, mm-hmm. throwing shepherd on the Giants. That's, you know, kind of a play because a lot of people don't know this, but uh, there's a rumor out there that Ryan is starting to really take up religion pretty seriously. So mm-hmm. nothing, there's nothing wrong with that. It's actually pretty exciting. I like what you've done with your team to kind of bring awareness to your faith. Yeah, I, he's, I think that's part of the reason why he's moving to Southie, actually, is he's um, going on, like, a mission to convert uh, people to, um, I think he's a he's Protestant. Um, so, yeah, um, yeah he's going to be selling some Bibles. So, uh, if you guys are uh, in the market for a Bible, um, why don't you help a friend out? Who else do we have? Uh, Mitch hasn't changed his name. Uh, meatballs with the... Marg, Nick, Graham. Yeah, I did that wrong, but that's okay. Nick, worth the first. I don't think that name applies because you finished in, like, seventh last year. Uh, mm-hmm. You might want to look into changing your team name. Uh, it's actually, like I said, fantastic team name. Just hot. Really good. Totally great. And then mine's yeah. a nice play on Planet Awards as well, and I think it's fairly clever. I might not keep it the whole season. I might think it's something better, but for now, I'm going to start with that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm... Paul and I, again, haven't changed ours since – actually, I, my, the first year I've changed my name, but since then it's uh, it's been at uh, Paul Markham's Ghostwriter. And actually, kind of a funny story today. Um, one of my roommates um, met this guy. Uh, he uh, happened to grab some breakfast this morning. Uh, I was at our apartment, and uh, he actually lived at 33 Phillips Street. So um, I'm almost thinking that uh, – I might win the league because of that. Like it's just like all the all the cards are kind of like are are, in, uh, are lining up for me. All the stars are aligning. I think uh, I think uh, it's just a it's showing that I, I might have a chance to to win this year. Just little little pieces. Uh, I mean, you know, open the door. Today, actually, Paul was uh, Paul was checking the barstool Snapchat and he saw. Uh, he saw El Prez take a picture with Paul Markham. I think it was yesterday. He was telling me about that. He's like, yeah, I was just going through the Barstool Snapchat, and who did I see but Paul Markham with El Prez. It's a great picture. We'll pull it up. Maybe we'll make it the cover of uh, this podcast. But another thing that could be working in your favor, you know, everybody loves Barstool, and everybody loves Paul Markham. So I think mm-hmm. it's a factor. Everybody loves you. Wait, maybe that's going to be our – that's got to be our, our theme song, right? I never even thought about that. That's oh, got to be a man. Fun the podcast. It's so us, too, because we went to the zoo and we drank beer. Mm-hmm. And, like, we, really we still beer. get, and we also still get fucked up, but think clear. So, you know what? This is going to be one of those things. They're going to listen to the podcast. They're going to hear the song, think it's a great idea. 
they're like, I wonder when they came up with that idea. And then 45 minutes later, they're going to be like, ah, that's when they came up with the idea. So, um, 7.05 p.m. on a Sunday. Good stuff. Yeah, really good stuff. Um, well, I think we're going to do one more pod before the season actually starts. At least that's mm-hmm. the goal. But I think we can start wrapping up this one. So what, what else is coming up? Uh, UMass, right? They're playing, uh, they're playing UF. Is it this weekend? Yeah, this upcoming Saturday. College football kicking off this weekend. You guys want meaningful football. Starts this week with college, everything. All college. We are going to Gainesville, Florida. Uh, not us personally, but the UMass squad will be. And I think we're pretty heavily favored in that. Florida is supposed to be a great team, but this is like UMass's year to shine. I know we're talking about maybe getting to the Peach Bowl or the Outback Steakhouse Bowl. Uh, mm-hmm. We're going to the bowl games this year. Uh, and that, yep. by that, I do mean us. Dave and I will be there. We'll be at the bowl game. That's a guarantee. Guaranteed. If there's a bowl game, we're there. And you know what? That might actually end up being our winter meeting in a bowl game. Ooh. A UMass bowl game. Wow. I like that. Or it could we could wind up in, like, the Beef O'Brady Bowl, and because I said that, we both have to go to Georgia or somewhere to watch UMass play football. And that would be fun, too. That would be really fun. I would I would be down to go anywhere continental U.S. for a bowl game. Yeah, so I think we just uh, found out our plans for December. Dave and I are going to be traveling to the location because this is the year for UMass football. Get pumped. Buy your season tickets. I know Nick already has. Ducker's on his way. Mm-hmm. Get those season tickets. AJ, I think AJ. Are cool. Yeah, AJ bought his season tickets. You know, he's a big UMass sports guy. Um, so he's going to be coming back for all the games. Um, he's really he's high. I heard he's flying in each week. Yep, yeah, really high. Oh, you know, it's he's, easy for him to get to Florida. He can, he can yeah. go to UMass Florida again. We'll meet him there. Yeah. Where, so where, where do we think AJ, AJ is right now? Is he, uh, where in the world is AJ? Uh, my phone's charged, and it's going to be on you to do some where is AJ action. Mm-hmm. What about, what about uh, my friends? Yeah. What about uh, Ryan? Where is he? Hmm. Hmm. Up in Maine or something like that? No. Let me check find my friends. He's there. Oh. Hmm. Pretty, uh, Oh, hanging out with uh with Becca teams, huh? Oh, with Becca Lago? Mm-hmm. Interesting. I knew his dogs were there. Like there were there were there was talk that girls would be there, but I thought that was just Tessa and uh Hadley and maybe his sister. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Little family vacation, huh? Yeah, maybe Ryan's in for some trouble this year in fantasy. Maybe that's a sign. Ooh, yeah. This, maybe it was just a precursor to that, why his draft was so bad. Hmm. <laughs> well, that's interesting. Yeah. Well, that's, uh, so well, I guess AJ is just showing the islands, but that's all right. He's just showing. just showing. Well, but we college got a big... football. College football yeah. starting. Besides yeah, we that, college, we are now... Ball. We're 10 days away from the start of the season. That's awesome. It's going to be a pretty busy next couple of weeks. We've got, what, we're move, everyone's moving this week. we got the Labor Day party, which hopefully everyone can show up to on Sunday. Um, and then we got football started again. So we'll probably have to get a first, uh, we'll have to get a league Fox game, I think, in once once they're back. I looked for the first Fox game that 
uh, is in the cities on the 12th. So I think we should get a get everyone to go to that Sox game if we can. Ooh, but, uh, yeah. what? September 12th? Yeah, uh, September 12th. Hmm. My brother's birthday. What do you know? Oh, wow. What a guy. Well, we've got, this might be the last podcast we ever do over uh, Google Voice. So uh, now that uh, we're pretty close to Ben's office, our new apartment, uh, the next one's probably going to be done uh, done uh, over uh, just recording on a uh, simple laptop with uh, better sound quality. So hopefully this is the last one you have to really listen intently to. Um, and uh, we'll be looking forward to uh, having a season-length uh, podcast every week for you. And hopefully maybe even have some uh, spinoff shows. There's been, I know there's been some chatter of uh, Aiden and Paul possibly uh, coming together to make a podcast. Another room, another reason why uh, they, I think they secretly like each other. They get to spend some alone time together recording a podcast. Um, get talking, talking while looking into each other's eyes every week. Yeah, that sounds totally fun. Yeah. So you just got to watch out that they're not going to break one of the rules with that. So um, just uh Well, Aiden's kind of getting fat. So Aiden would be okay. Oh, that's true. You're right. He's going to get both of them. Fat. That's fine. Yeah. Cool. Oh, yeah. Well, to be fair, actually, that might be three. That'll be breaking all three of the rules at once. Oh, because Paul's Spanish. Yep. And he's, and he's ISIS. Ah. Spanish and ISIS. <laughs> and he's dad. ISIS. And, yeah, he, he also, also, he also is dad. So, hmm. It's all right, well, about it. I've got some Chinese food that's calling my name. i got to wrap up packing. Uh, the Cardinals have not closed the gap with the Texans at all. The Texans are looking like quite the fierce team. And that's that, that pretty much done it. Big week. Big times coming up mm-hmm. ahead. This is, this is good. This is what we look for. What we look for. Everyone, uh, you know what? Be well. Have a great week. And uh, we'll let uh, our boy Paul Markham uh, play us out.
I'm getting out of classes. Ladies, I apologize for checking out your asses. Shout to MB concepts, they can get you in the back, kid. I have a feeling that this year is gonna be classic. Monday mornings are my worst fear. Empty stomach, yeah, I'm heading down to Berkshire. A bunch of students who just disregard the word fear. I am a junior, but I wish this was my first year. Yeah, thus far I've had the time of my life. My best friends all with me as we ride in the night. When the weather gets cold, gotta move to the bus. I don't do it for myself, yo, I do it for us. So, tell me what we gonna do tonight. Drinks up if you reppin' that maroon and white. So far, so good, hope you're feeling me. By the way, I live on 33 Phillips Street. Party. I love you, man. Paul Markham.